What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. Today's episode is going to be brought to you by Mystery Ranch, built for the mission. And if you don't know this, well, they make arguably the best, the most well-built, and the most comfortable wildland firefighting packs in the game. But not only do they make wildland firefighting packs, they make a ton of other load-bearing essentials. Specifically, I'm looking at the three-way briefcase and the Assault 21 pack. Why am I mentioning these two packs specifically? Well, because the portion of the sa- portion of the sales are going back into the Mystery Ranch Backbone series. And if you don't know what that is, well, it is for those folks that want to tell the story of wildland fire, uh, specific to them or in general, some experiences in the field and do better for their career. Ooh, how is this? You might ask. Well, if you go over to www.mysteryranch.com and check out the Backbone series, you can get an idea of what these stories are all about. Now, if you happen to be interested in, impl- in applying for these Mystery Ranch Backbone series scholarships, well, go over to that website, go over to www.mysteryranch.com and check out the back- Backbone series. Why? Because $1,000 scholarship is up for grabs for you. So all you got to do is apply. And if your story is selected, well, that thousand dollar scholarship is going to be yours. So once again, head over to www.mysteryranch.com and check it out. The Anchor Point Podcast is also going to be brought to you by our premier coffee sponsor, and that's going to be none other than Hotshot Brewery. It's kick-ass coffee for a kick-ass cause, and a portion of the proceeds will always go back to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. But in addition to kick-ass coffee for kick-ass cause, well, they make a ton of other stuff, just like all the tools of the trade to get your morning started off right, and a ton of other wildland firefighter-themed apparel. So go over to www.hotshotbrewing.com and check out their full line of everything they make. And hell, while you're at it, go over to the little uh, anchor points section of the store and get some... uh, exclusive merch. If you happen to be looking at one of those do rad stuff posters or one of the fire fiend shirts or one of the uh, band of brothers tees. Well, you can find it all at www.hotshotbrewing.com. It's kick-ass coffee for a kick-ass cause. Go check it out. The Anchor Point Podcast would also like to give a quick little shout out to our buddy Booze over at the Ass Movement. And if you don't know what it is, well, it's an acronym and it stands for the Anti-Surface Shitting Movement. It's a funny name, but they are serious about stewardship. Yeah. So if you have a problem pooper on your crew, go over to www.thefirewild.com and check out all of your poo-bearing propaganda needs. Yeah. They, uh, they got stickers, they've got patches, they've got shirts, they've got posters, they've got it all. They even got a turd trial in case you have a problem pooper on your crew. So... Once again, go over to www.thefirewild.com and check out the ass movement where you, yes, you can get 10% off your entire order site-wide by using the code anchorpointass10 at checkout. So go check it out. And last but not least, the Anchor Point Podcast, we'd like to give a quick little shout out to our homies over at the AWE, aka the American Wildfire Experience, which is funny because they are a global affair now and they're not just relegated to the United States. They also house the Smoky Generation Project. Yeah. And if you don't know what that is, well, go over to www.wildfireexperience.org and check it out because it is a collection of wildland firefighting stories dating all the way back to the 1940s. There's a couple hundred of these stories now out there over there on the, uh, on the uh, website. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's not just a uh, 
relegated to the United States anymore. It's from all across the globe. Yeah. And the Smoky Generation winners are over there as well. Huge shout out to the uh, 2022 Smoky Generation grant recipients. Recipients, I cannot wait to see your projects unfold. It's going to be awesome. So if you want to find out more about next year's Smoky Generation uh, storytelling grants, well, the opportunity is there. Once again, go over to www.wildfireexperience.org and check it out. Bethany, have a kick-ass organization over there. Keep it up. The views and opinions of this podcast do not reflect the views and opinions of the United States government, the Department of the Interior, the Department of Defense, the Department of Agriculture, the United States Forest Service, the Bureau of Land Management, National Park Service, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, or any private, municipal, county, or state firefighting organization, any law enforcement agency, any medical provider, or any contractor employed by any federal agency. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope everybody's doing well. So yeah, it uh, looks like uh, Region 4 is starting to rear its ugly head and AK is still in the business. Yeah. So for all you crews uh, that are cycling in and out of AK right now, well, hopefully you get some well-deserved rest for those folks uh, coming out and the folks that are going in, well, bring lots of socks, underwear, and bug spray. Yeah. Buckle up. It's going to be a gnarly season and we got Region 4 popping off here too. So uh, yeah, be safe out there and be ready for it. It's going to be pretty gnarly here pretty quick. But today on the show, we are going to sit down and talk with Thomas Worm and Melissa Moore. We're going to talk about mental health and some alternative therapies uh, that are available and exclusive to the wildland firefighting community out there. Uh, Melissa Moore has developed the Wildland Wellness Foundation. It's a uh, organization out of Mexico, and they're going to have some retreats specifically for wildland firefighters. Now, uh, this therapy is not going to be for everybody, but I do uh, know that uh, I, I, some very well-respected folks out there have gone to the uh, retreat down there in Mexico, and uh, they've cleared their mind. And they think it was one of the most profound and beneficial experiences that they have experienced in recent history, especially when it comes to mental health. Uh, back in the day, I introduced Thomas Worm and Melissa to each other. Uh, Thomas was a previous on the show. He's been on the show twice and he runs Mountain Mind Tricks. And those two, Melissa and Thomas, have teamed up to make this whole Wildland Wellness Foundation and these retreats bigger, better, faster, stronger and more available with more sessions. It's pretty, uh, pretty interesting stuff. Uh, it's not going to be for everyone. So fair warning, uh, if this is not your jam, well, then it's not for you, but for all those folks that are interested in it, by all means, hit these two up. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Melissa Moore and Thomas Worm. Welcome to the anchor point. And before we get into the episode, I just want to have a little disclaimer out there. Uh, we were having some connectivity issues and unfortunately the video component of this episode is, uh, for some reason it glitched out and just didn't save. So if you're going to be watching this on YouTube later, well, it's going to be an animated uh, waveform file. So apologies in advance. And if there's any breaks in the connectivity, well, sorry about that. Enjoy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast. Today on the show, I've got Melissa Moore and Thomas Worm. And you've both been on the show. Actually, no, this is your first time, huh, Melissa? Thomas has been on twice. 
Yeah, it's my first time. Nice. So tell us a little bit about yourselves. Wow. He's Uh-oh, we're having connectivity issues there. Oh, there we are. We're back. Um, we're back. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I started quick synopsis of my fire career. It began in 2003 and worked for a state um, protection agency, Walker Range, Crescent, Oregon. And second year, I got an apprentice program, 2004. I did that up on the Okanagan Wenatchee, and I was in fire until my last fire season was 2018. Um, in between, I spent like five years on Wainema, a few years as an engine captain. Um, and then my last fire season, I had the opportunity to detail as a rookie with the Redmond smoke jumpers and got to jump some fires that year. And then I resigned from the forest service in April of 2019. Nice. Can't forget that, uh, Academy. That was fun. Yep. We've, uh... I, was in, I was in Academy 28 and then I did a bunch of, um, like logistics coordinator, academy coordinator. That's how you and I met Brandon. That's how I met a lot of the folks that are, um, a couple of the folks that are helping out with the retreats this winter, Alicia, Alyssa and Ashley. And yeah, so I did, a, the academy was pretty huge, like extracurricular activity for me. And now I live in Mexico. I'm almost seven months pregnant and I've got a two-year-old, almost two-year-old. And I have to say that, yeah, having a toddler and another baby on the way is by far the craziest, most hardcore thing I've ever done. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, we just had our second one and uh, we have a 16 month old and a newborn. So it's, uh, it gets a little intense at times. So buckle up. <laughs> yeah. I've got like a really long, hard shift ahead of me, like a year and a half, I think, or a year long shift. That's going to be tough but it's yeah. all good. You'll make it. It's fun. It's fun. It's, it's, it's really fun. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's me in a nutshell. Nice. Thomas. Yeah, man. So yeah, started firing mm, 2007 on a fuels crew in the uh, Grand Teton. Did that for a couple of years and uh, gosh, I moved around moved around a lot from Idaho to Washington to, I did a season up in Alaska, just mostly fuels, engines, hell attack. And I resigned in, uh, 2020. And uh, of course the big year and, and really been focusing on mountain mind tricks. And, and actually it's so awesome. Brandon, you, you really, well, you reached out to me. It's like, dude, you got to meet up with Melissa. She's doing some really cool stuff. And so I did. And the rest is history. I feel like me and Melissa are just like cosmic brother and sister. And what we're doing with the retreats is so exciting, dude. It's just, it's, um, such an expansion of my path and purpose and so happy that Melissa's in my life now. Oh yeah. Well, I'm glad I get to introduce you too. And, uh, yeah. So the wildland wildland wellness foundation. Now you two are kind of spearheading that effort and Melissa, you started this, uh, pretty much, right? Yeah, it was um, when I resigned, I would just kind of had this vision of an organization for wildland firefighters that was dedicated solely to mental health um, and providing 
discounted or free mental health care for wildland firefighters that need it and providing access to alternative um, healing methods for um, processing trauma. So that was just a vision that I had like in 2019 and kind of sat on it for a while. And then um, in 2000. 21, I think in the spring, I was the first time I participated in ceremony down here. And then I was able to participate in a couple more. And at that point, I was like, you know, it'd be really amazing to bring folks down to be able to have this same experience that I had. I experienced um, some really deep healing and really deep um, kind of permanent perspective changes. And and things to add to my practice. So, and then I spoke with you and I was kind of coming out of like, you know, having a, a baby and everything. And, um, and then you connected me with Thomas and, and then everything just kind of started falling together really easily with practitioners down here. And Thomas helped get the website going. You know, we, we were able to offer a lot of peer support and we're still you know, want to offer peer support throughout the summer if people need it. Um, and so it, it's like the foundation is just beginning. I've definitely kind of geared back a little bit since I got pregnant, but the foundation is, has been laid, I guess. And um, we're just going to keep expanding from here. And you bringing Thomas and I together was really a great act of alchemy because it was like kind of through that, that everything has started to unfold and getting some other people involved in the project um, that really, really believe in it. Um, and so I just really believe that it's like really just kind of cosmically ordained. And so I was just like the one that got the ball rolling, but. Yeah. You had an idea and you, uh, you expanded on it and it, you know, there's like, nothing's built out of like thin air, right? And one person can't do everything. We need help and we need people that believe in a cause. And when they come together, I mean, I, I don't believe in coincidence. So <laughs> I don't think there's anything yeah. such as coincidence. If you manifest something good, naturally it'll attract the right people and typically it'll, it'll, it'll flourish. Yep. And that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. So, so it's been super smooth. And, you know, we're going to work in the next, I'll be working in the next year, year and a half to get things more legit, like an official nonprofit status here in Mexico. And, but a lot of things for me personally are on hold right now, just with my pregnancy and the birth and like focusing on my family. And then I think once I crawl out of the newborn fog, I'll be able to really hit the ground running again, getting the foundation more legitimized, you know, um, for the future. Yeah. No, it's pretty impressive work that you've done, especially back-to-back pregnancies. That that's no small feat. It's it's, it's hard. It's difficult. Uh, like I said, we just had our second one, so I understand the uh, the challenges that come with uh, with that. Yeah. So, and Thomas is just like to, I. He's just taken the ball and completely ran with it. He's added to the team. Like we have a bunch of. Um, like firefighter supporters that are going to be coming down with these retreats, which I'm so excited about because that's exactly what I had envisioned. And, you know, I'm just so grateful because yeah, the universe, like you said, really did just when something is aligned. And I think like, you know, 
things just happen really easily. And so Thomas has totally taken the ball and just ran with it for these next retreats, built like expanded our team, expanded kind of the menu of what we're offering and, um, and built in some new aspects to it that I think are really valuable because there were a lot of things that I did, you know, by virtue of it being the first time, like I made a lot of mistakes the first time with our first retreat. And, um, yeah, so Thomas is really building on that and I'm really excited about what we're doing this winter. Nice. And now the wildland wellness foundation, um, I mean, that's like right up your alley, Tom, uh, Thomas, now you run mountain mind tricks and you specialize in NLP and these alternative therapies. And it's like the perfect mesh with what you're doing down there with the, uh, ancestral medicine, uh, all those practices down there in Mexico. And you're basically networking all the right people in all the right places to come together and make it better. I'm pretty pumped about that. So as far as what the wildland wellness foundation specializes in, what do they specialize in? Like, what is the claim to fame, so to speak? Well, I think that in January, we had probably the first ever all wildland firefighter ayahuasca ceremonies. Um, We had two ayahuasca ceremonies. The participants had combo and yopo, which both prepared the mind and body for the ayahuasca. It was delivered by um, a spiritual brother of mine, a practitioner that's indigenous here from Mexico and our support team is all here from Mexico, um, like medicine people. And I think it was, you know, to my knowledge, the first time that a group of wildland firefighters that didn't know each other came to Mexico and sat together in that way and experienced like a deep, um, a deep community healing event where a new family, a new like cosmic family was built out of that. And people were able to, to work through trauma of losing, losing fire bros, um, and sisters, losing loved ones, you know, in the line of duty and after hours, people were able to to work through sexual assault trauma and it's not a magic pill, but, um, I mean, for now, I think that's like, the, that's pretty much other than peer support. That's all that I've done with the foundation is the retreat. And I'm pretty sure that nobody's done it before. So, um, so that's what we're offering similar, you know, this winter is basically the same recipe with the same practitioners. We have a couple more supporters, and, and then a sound healing retreat in Oregon. Um, and that's going to be the first iteration of that. But, and if you check out like our Instagram, you can see some of the testimonials of the participants from the retreat and, um, some photos and stuff, but here in Mexico, you know, these methods of healing and these medicines are really revered and taken seriously. And people, people still, um, have a connection to, um, the type of healing that these, to these older ways, you know? And so that's what I've experienced and it's helped me to become a better parent and it's helped me in very many ways. Like, like I don't have panic attacks anymore since I've started working with the medicines and 
So here in Mexico, it's, you know, legal. It's, it's also regulated from my understanding as well. Yeah. Like yep. you, not just anybody that, can do this. Like you have to have like certain credentials to be a, uh, a practitioner of this. Yeah. And, and it's, I, it's something that is, um, I think still very much a part of like the community and values, you know, is this connection to ancestral wisdom. So, so yeah, that's, that's our, I guess our main claim to fame right now, who knows what it's going to be in a few years, but that's pretty much all we've done. So <laughs> what, what I've done. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do, do you mind if I add on to that a little bit, Brandon? No, absolutely. That's why you're here, right? So, <laughs> Feel free. so I think the, the best, like my favorite thing about this is the medicine is so amazing and we have such a holistic way that we bring the practitioners in because we had, uh, you know, we have a herbalist that comes in, has special teas for integration dates. We have a massage therapist that is working with the body as, because as you work with the trauma in your mind, like there's, there's things in the body that need to move around. There's, um, you know, I was there doing hypnosis and mental emotional release on the integration days. So there's, there's this variety of integration and also like professional mental health, uh, mm -hmm. practitioners are involved. And so there's the ancestral healing piece. And then there's the professional mental health. There's the, uh, the body work on top of the integration. I think that's what makes this really, really special is, is the holistic approach and also the integration, the follow-up that we are offering. This is, you know, it's not just, you go down for a ceremony and then you go back to life. It's like, no, we want to help you integrate for up to three to four months. Right. We want to follow up. We want to see how you're doing. Like, how can we help you even more? because these experiences can be earth shattering, right? They change your perspectives. And so it's how do we learn to like really take those lessons and carry it forward. And I think this is the, this is where, you know, I, I have had clients reach out to me that came from a, a, a retreat center in Peru or Ecuador or somewhere else. And they're just like, I was laying there dying and there was nobody there to support me. It's like, that's completely opposite of what we're doing. We are almost one-on-one. Yeah. -on -one. There's almost one supporter for one participant. It's very, very unique in that way. So I think that's the, the, like why this is so special wildland firefighters specific and the support is, is uh top notch. Yeah. And that's one thing too. It's like, um, <laughs> For anybody out there who's uh, allegedly done a heroic dose of hallucinogens, you kind of need that support. And uh, ayahuasca is one of those things where it's very powerful and it's often reality breaking. From my understanding, I've never done it before. I've never had that uh, that shamanistic guide with a uh, ayahuasca trip, which I know that you guys do as well. Um, but it's, it's serious. And it's, it's one of those things where a lot of people might have some apprehension for going and down to a retreat. I know there's uh, several other retreats, like you're saying in uh, different countries like Costa Rica, Peru, et cetera. Right. But you gotta be careful with that because I've heard some horror stories about it being a, basically a tourist trap where they basically just get you super messed up on a very powerful hallucinogen that is very much so to be respected. Right. And they yeah. just don't follow up with you. They don't guide you. You don't have anybody there for support. They don't have medical on staff in case you're having, you know, a panic attack or something like that, a hard time during the uh, ceremony or the, the experience. And it, it kind of 
probably scares a lot of people because I've heard those horror stories, but that's where you guys stand out. You offer that actual clinicians, the, the actual clinicians, you offer the body workers, you offer the ancestral medicines, right? So it's complete package, mind, body, spirit, everything. And it's safe as well. And I think the thing that really grew out of it that I didn't really anticipate as much is just the amount of connections of the participants afterwards. Like we have a WhatsApp group called Cosmic Fire Family and people still like, it's not like six months later now are messaging back and forth in there, are tying in, are talking about like different challenges or when things are good too. And and as it's growing, I think what's really unique is the supporters like for these next retreats are going to be, they're going to be quite a few wildland firefighters supporting the people, people that are participating. And so we're building like a, a, a network, a family of, of folks within our community that are from all different backgrounds and areas. Um, that support each other like ongoing. Oh, did we lose you? So I think that's something else that is really special. Oh, you lost me for a second. I think we're all frozen here. Yeah, there we go. We're we're back and we're back. You know, that might be my internet connection. I've been having some issues with my internet. Um, So apologies for whoever's listening and or watching. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's um, it's it's not just a one and done thing, too. I mean, that's one, it's, it's one of those things where you have that continuous care, that follow up, all of that stuff. And it's, it's important to have, especially after a life changing experience like that. Yeah. Oh, did we lose you again? Oh, there we are. All right. We're good. <laughs> now, Thomas, like as far as these ancestral medicines, um, I mean, do you have any, uh, insight about to like how they work? Is it like the reduction of ego? Is it. Like, do you have any insight about what it is that makes it so special and so healing? Yeah, absolutely. And, and by no means am I a shaman or an expert in these medicines, right? I just want to start with that. And, and I do have personal experiences that have been life transforming. I, I think the biggest thing is it allows you to dive deep into the unconscious mind. Like that's going to be my frame is that you are going so deep into the unconscious mind, which at that point, it just turns into symbols. It's the fractal geometry. It's, it's the visions that we're having. It's symbols or symbology of, of the trauma or symbols of new ways of thinking. There's, it's almost like you're stepping into a world of puzzles. And the more you kind of undo the puzzle, the more you kind of rearrange it in your thinking and your perspective, you're actually changing your neurology, like your nervous system. And so when you're done with the experience, you have a different way of thinking, you have a different perspective. And it's what's so interesting is that there's not, it's not always just a mental, emotional aspect. There's actually physical outcomes, like physical healings can happen. I've had that happen to me personally. So it really touches on like the spiritual, the mental, emotional, and physical bodies, which I think this is why it's so, it's so profound. And when we look at the, a lot of the, the map studies going on with psilocybin and MDMA and all the other ones, 
and the PTSD in veterans, like the actual clinical trials are explaining exactly what's going on. And, and uh, it's been so profound in the veterans that they're pushing really hard to get that stuff legalized in the States with uh, psychedelic assisted therapy. And I think this is the key is that, that having support and then follow up and having some sort of therapeutic modality, if it's NLP, if it's, you know, CBT with a therapist, if it's EMDR, that's whatever, but there has to be support. There's gotta be support. And because I feel like if there's no support, then you don't really get the lessons the best possible way. You don't actually get the lessons that you don't allow them to sink as deep as they possibly can to actually make a physical change in your life. That's long-term permanent. And the medicine can do that, but it's so much more integrative when we add in modality. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I understand from the science perspective, we don't know a lot about why, uh, specifically like psilocybin, why it literally heals the brain. Like we don't know why it makes you have the capability to make repairs to neurons or make entirely new neural connections, but it literally rewires your brain and they can't, science can't really explain why it does that yet, (laughs) but it's, it's proven it's, it's already out there on paper and it's, it's legitimate stuff. I mean, like you're saying with the psilocybin therapies, the MDMA therapies, um, there's another one out there. I think ketamine clinics are being rise in popularity as well. And it's, it's not for everybody, but it's an alternative thing. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where you're not going to know if it's helpful unless you try it and you are open to having one of those experiences. Yeah. And I think it's so, so important. What you said is, is that it's not for everybody. And I, I, I think that's so important because it's just not for everybody. If you are not a grounded person, if you do have really extreme anxiety, that's on like a potentially a, a schizophrenic, you know, spectrum, like those kinds of mental disorders, like, or if you're on medications, like medications, we have to be very serious and very careful about the weaning process and the interactions and, and if there is a mental disorder going on, then it's, it may not be the right fit for you because it can exacerbate those things. Sometimes, sometimes it can fix it. It just depends on like who you are and how, how it's going to react in your nervous system. But I think it's so, so important to know if it's, you know, is this right for me? Like, do I need to talk to a doctor? Do I need to talk to my therapist? Like, talk to me, your family, because I think that's a big thing is like your family needs to be on board with these changes because if they're not, you're going to come back and it's going to be really hard to integrate. So it, it really is, it's not for, and if it is for you, it may be as, as a study show, it may be the most powerful experience of your entire life. Yeah. That is, that's very common in the reports. Yeah. I've, uh, read some of the testimonials from, uh, not only yours, but others as well, like legitimate organizations, uh, that practice shamanistic medicine. And, uh, yeah, it's like profoundly life changing experiences, like addressing traumas that they completely have like bottled up and forgotten about from like their childhood. They are able to address that. And I think one of the, uh, one of the I guess analogies that I thought was pretty, pretty good way of explaining, uh, these, these journeys, if you will, um, is like, it's like having a cluttered desk, right? 
like your office space or work desk or whatever, like your, your crap collector at your house, right. Where you just throw random stuff for deal with it later. Right. It, it, I guess it, they were saying that, uh, it, it gives you the ability to like, look at this desk and sit down and organize it and take this piece of paper up. Oh, don't need that. I need to pay that bill. Now let's take care of this a little bit later. So on and so forth. It's like cleaning out your mental desk of clutter. Yeah, absolutely. I would totally agree with that. And I, I would totally agree with that, that it's, it's, it's a cleansing, it's a cleansing agent for your mind, body, spirit, and, uh, very, very powerful. I'd love to hear Melissa's thoughts on this too. Yeah. Yeah. I have lots of theories about why these God molecules work like they do like psilocybin DMT, um, you know, our bodies produce them naturally. So when you ingest them from these plants or from our animal relatives like Zapito, um, the, the DMT and serotonin that you produce naturally can like build up in your brain and fit into receptors that aren't normally stimulated that are left over through from our eons of evolution. And I think that stimulation of those receptors can help awaken like ancestral memory and by ancestral memory, I mean, all the way back to the fact that, you know, we come from the stars, like, and, and for me personally, I've, I've just worked, you know, I, I have a long history of psilocybin since I was 18 years old. I used to go pick psilocybin Jerisons on the Oregon coast and, um, and ayahuasca was something I learned about also when I was 18 and it was always a dream of mine, you know, to be able to participate in one of those ceremonies. And I have, but only once, mostly what I've worked with here and what I've had really profound results with is Sapito, which is from the Colorado desert toad, Bufo alvieris. And I was introduced to it by my chiropractor slash acupuncturist, because every time he worked on my back, I would start crying um, uncontrollably. And I shared with him some of my trauma revolving around some sexual assault. And he told me, I carry this medicine from my grandfather and we're going to have a ceremony in like the next month and you could come. I think it would help. And that was the first time I had the bufo. And that's that's five DMT that you smoke it. And um, there are songs and prayers and things that happen um, during the ceremony. And for me, I experienced just like, like you said, like, like my mind was a cluttered desk. It like got rearranged and I was able, I found afterwards and continuing to work with the medicines, with the ayahuasca and more with the sapito um, over the course of like a year almost um, that for me, it just became very, very much part of my daily like routine and how I do things to observe my mind rather than to be like lost swimming in it. Um, for me to be able to snap into observer mode and be like, okay, yes, this, this piece on the desk is out of place, but I don't need to worry about that right now. I can worry about it later, but like, and observe what's happening in my mind regularly as opposed to just being lost in it all the time. And so for me, that's been um, 
probably one of the hugest changes is just mentally having a lot more um, quiet up there. And, and like I said, you know, I've had suicidal ideation my whole life and that's all but gone away for me. I've, you know, had anxiety attacks for much of my life and that those I've only had like a couple in the last year and a half. Um, and so there's, and when we're working with these medicines, they say that you heal seven generations back and seven generations forward. And I found an abuelo here, his, who works with Hikuri, which is peyote. He, he's, um, he's a Wiradika, which is known as the Huichal people here. And he learned all these things from his grandmother, who was a curandera. And so he carries the peyote, he carries zapito, DMT combo, and yahe also. And and he's been, I've been working with him, um, well, obviously not since I've been pregnant. And he really, he'll have some medicine and then he'll work on your body and see, he can see where the energy is trapped. And through my experiences with him, like with this, the sapito, which is like five DMT, super high intensity, super short duration. The only time I've ever lost my concept of, of self or space and time, I've never broken with reality or like real, like this plane and gone into the quantum realm. And, uh, other than that double dose of sapito that he gave me and, when he worked on my body, I, afterwards, I felt literally like, like epigenetic suffering had been like snipped from my genetic code and released. And, and I felt so much lighter and the ceremonies afterwards, it was like, I didn't suffer. Like I didn't have to go through that again, the, the purging and the things that I experienced, you know, letting go there's there really is something you know ethereal but very real about working with somebody who who has used these medicines for like Mashika he's been using it for giving these medicines for 35 40 years and learning these ancestral ways that to deep heal people like to free them of the, their genetic suffering that they've in, inherited um and that's what i personally experienced might sound crazy but um that's what i experienced at least with the sapito and with the abuelita with the ayahuasca i i also experienced like very deep healing for me i didn't break i didn't like go into any other realms or dimensions or anything like that. I danced the whole time, but I, I had a lot of really valuable wisdom delivered to me and really valuable perspective that has changed how I, I live my life and how I, I affected my, in my daily practice. Cause I have a daily practice to just, you know, stay sane, like, you know, breathe and, um, practice observing what's going on through my mind. And so that's, how I think these medicines can help. They're not like a magic pill, like, Oh, I'm going to be totally fixed and cured, but they can really just help you to understand more deeply, um, you know, why we do the things that we do and kind of how really, how, um, 
layered, you know, exists reality is and how there's always a different perspective to be peeled back, you know. Um, I guess if that any of that makes sense, rambling. <laughs> You're not rambling at all. I mean, I mean, these medicines have been around for long before recorded history. Like this is ancient stuff. I mean, the use of like peyote or psilocybins or DMT has been pretty much recorded back way, way, way long ago. So the stuff is not necessarily new. And it seems like our, our ancestors, um, they probably onto something. I mean, it wouldn't be around still today unless there was something beneficial or something profound to be, uh, I guess, given to you from this, from these, uh, these medicines. It's a lineage. It's really a lineage that's been passed down. And unfortunately there are some people that are, you know, taking kind of advantage. I think there are some people that, um, like, like was stated before, you just have to be really careful who you receive these medicines from, because I'll tell you that, you know, Mishika, my cosmic abuelo who I work with here and Danny, our practitioner, and all of our medicine people are never going to tell you that they're medicine people. They're never going to tell you I'm a shaman. Yeah. I'm a healer. They're never going to tell you that. No, it's You'll based off the of tradition though. It's a, it's, it's be- yeah. passed down generation to generation, all the way to like when we were basically crawling out of caves. <laughs> I mean, it's, there that's, are a it's lot of around. people that are running around these days that are giving medicine and that are, you know, you just, all you have to do is like get on Instagram and you can see like, you know, all these spiritual gurus that are popping up all over the place. And so it is one of those things I feel super blessed because yeah, I, I feel like I've definitely found the the right people for me to receive the medicine from. And I feel so good about them that I'm, I want to bring other people to them, but it's definitely like, like you guys are saying, it's not for everybody. And it's definitely not like, you know, something you want to do lightly or with the wrong people. You know, you should have a lot of intention and really be very um, discriminatory about the folks that you work with. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's kind of crazy though. It's like these plants are exist pretty much all over the world, right? I mean, no matter where humans are or animals are, some sort of plant that possesses these very powerful yep. hallucinogenic properties exists, whether that be psilocybin, uh, mushrooms, peyote, ayahuasca, or not ayahuasca, like the, yeah, it is ayahuasca plant, right? Correct me if I'm wrong here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I mean, all of these things yep. exist and you know, it's, I, I wonder if there's like a connection of like the human evolution. Like, I guess, uh, there's a theory out there called the stoned ape theory of like why there was this doubling of the size of the human brain in a very, very condensed short time, uh, time frame, Right. And I'm, I'm kind of wondering if we as humanity evolved with these fungi and these hallucinogenic plants and it actually made us who we are today because we figured it out. I yes. think so. Yes. I, I, I really like if you, there's a whole podcast that Joe Rogan and Paul Stamus, they go into that pretty deep. And I, I really, I really like the way Paul explains that, uh, like you're saying the jumping consciousness is, is so explainable in our, in our background. And I think, um, 
one of the, I've come to this realization recently, I'm sure you've heard of cordyceps, right? They're in all the, our supplements now. And the classic example is the, the ants, they will eat the, 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 the mycelium and then they'll go into their nest and kind of walk around all crazy. And then they'll explode with like this, um, this mushroom that comes out of their head and it spray spores and infects everybody. Right. And I think from the psilocybin point of view, like from my experiences and just from what I know about it personally, I think this is what the mushrooms are doing in some ways. And along with ayahuasca is that they're infecting us with this higher consciousness and we're spreading it out in the world. And it's, it's, it's from love, it's beauty. It's, it's, uh, it's really a healing on a collective unconscious level, which I think that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's just wild. And speaking back to the Paul Stamets, um, conversation that he had on the Joe Rogan, uh, experience, he actually has a movie out called fantastic fungi. And for anybody out there that's listening, watch that movie. It is incredible. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. Yes. So as far as the retreats go, these are coming up here pretty soon. I know you have two scheduled in Oregon and two scheduled in Mexico. Let's talk about that a little bit and about, um, what these are all about. I know they're two wildly different, um, I guess, healing, uh, I guess protocols. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not familiar with, I'm not, I'm the un, uninitiated. So apologies for my naivety, but, uh, they're two wildly different, uh, programs and you have two sessions of each one here, stateside one here, one there in Mexico or two there in Mexico. Um, what, what are we going to experience for the people that are interested in signing up for these? What are, what are we going to be doing with these? Yeah. So, so the, the, Let's focus on Mexico. And I think the biggest thing is that it's a, let's frame it this way. There's, there's five phases of change. We've got to have some preparation. There's got to be some foundational work of, are we preparing the mind and body correctly? Are we um, doing some meditations and journaling, setting the right intentions, right? We've got to have a foundation. And then there's the release work. There's the ceremony. There's the medicines that come in and, and talking about everything we just talked about, Right. And then there's really like creating a vision. There's creating a goal. There's some sort of motivation for the future. And then it's all about taking action focus or the integration. And so that's like the big picture. And really when they come down to Mexico, there's going to be almost one-on-one, you know, practitioner per participant. There is multiple medicines, you know, like Melissa mentioned, there's the combo, which is the, the frog venom that cleanses your body. Very intense. There's the Yopo, which is more of a snuff of the ayahuasca. There's, there's the uh, ayahuasca ceremonies. And those, those are all very intense experiences where you're going deep into the unconscious and, and unraveling trauma, you're unraveling negative emotions, limiting beliefs about yourself. And then the integration process during the retreat, the integration process after we're really helping you choose how do you want to rewire your brain? right? How do you want to live your life? How do you want to feel and think on a daily basis? And so it's, there's so much support with therapy, hypnosis, uh, mental emotional release. Like there's a lot of mental health pieces to this and then the follow-up. So they get two like one-on-one follow-ups. And then there's also four group integration calls that are included in your retreat. So it's not just, you go to retreat and you're done. It's, there's this, it's a long process throughout the whole winter where we're following up with you. We're seeing how you're doing. 
Last year, there was a lot of people that followed up, you know, one-on-one for a couple months specifically with a practitioner. So that's what's also really great is you have access to this network of practitioners. Uh, lots of hypnotherapy was done, lots of MER sessions, um, lots of therapy, all those things. So it is, if you're looking for a change in your life, this is, this could be an avenue for you. It really could be a really big change. And that's, that's what I want to stress to you. And I would love to hear just some of Melissa's thoughts on this, but I think the big thing is you have to be ready and willing to let go. And you got to be a cause at some point. Like you got to be like, I, maybe I did create some of these problems in my life. Somehow at the unconscious level, I did create this because if we are at cause and we're willing, that's when we're allowed to make big changes in our life, really big changes. So that's, that's, that's kind of a nutshell, man. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what about the organ ones? I mean, are those ones hashed out yet or are they still in the kind of the planning phase right now? Yeah. Organ is we've got dates. We've got two sessions. It's very focused on sound. And I think, uh, the biggest thing is this may not be the best platform to talk about it, uh, in a very in depth and that's okay. And just, if people go to the website and they book a call, we can, we can really talk about the organ, um, stuff in depth on a, on a private channel, but, uh, the, the sound retreats, um, our practitioner is just a master of sound and she uses sound to really undo a lot of the trauma in the nervous system. And the sound portion of her retreats are just out of this world, um, uh, unbelievably powerful and healing. And, um, you know, that practitioner is a therapist as well. And so there's those sound retreats are, have a little bit more of a NLP, um, you know, there's a lot more going to be a lot more Huna and like Hawaiian shamanism involved. Um, and, and so there's chanting, there's singing, there's sound, there's breath work, there's all sorts of stuff going on in those retreats. Very, very powerful. And those are a little bit shorter. They're about three days. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's different and, and similar in some ways. Yeah. Still two different experiences. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But similar, <laughs> same, yeah. same, I guess, destination of healing, right? Same, same outcome, but two different experiences. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Same outcomes for sure. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, so when are these happening now? These retreats are, I believe in January for Mexico. And then, um, I, I didn't get the Oregon retreats when there's those ones were scheduled. Yeah. So it's starting in November. So we've got November, Mexico, December, uh, Oregon, uh, January, Mexico and February in Oregon. So kind of flip-flopping every month. So we got four in a row. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You guys got your work cut out for you. It's got to be yep. a lot of planning. <laughs> yep. Yeah. we got a lot of planning to do and, um, our, you know, both venues are set up and the venue in Mexico is just out of this world. It's so beautiful. It's up in the mountains, you know, two hours from uh, Puerto Vallarta and, um, just a compound of, of healing and local food and beautiful views and really quiet and, and just a perfect place for, for the healing to happen. Yeah. Melissa sent me a couple of photos of the, uh, of the, uh, site there of the retreat and it's freaking gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. So stoked on that. Yeah. And now these retreats now, I think a big question out there is like, well, is this all inclusive? Like, uh, do I have to like go get groceries or do I have to go down to the market and like what, 
like what's the deal with that? Is it all inclusive? From my understanding, yeah, it is. Yeah. So so Mexico is basically you you've got to fly into Mexico, obviously. You may need to stay about one like one night on your own just to kind of settle from traveling. And then we will be traveling all together to to the retreat center or to the space. And all the food is done, all the cooking is done for you, all the lodging, every single detail is taken care of for you. Like all you have to do is show up and have your experience and be open to the healing and the work and the practitioners. And, uh, and that's it. That's it, man. Just like one night of lodging on your own and everything else is included. Nice. And same thing for Oregon as well. Oregon, uh, the only difference, everything will be included, but lodging will be, um, you'll, you will have to get lodging nearby on your own. And, um, there's a beautiful, beautiful spot for lodging that, uh, you know, we can talk about over the phone and it's, uh, it's, it's going to be beautiful too. Nice. Well, it sounds like, it sounds like this is going to be very, uh, restorative and very healing for a lot of people that go. I know I've spoken to uh, a couple of people that have gone to the Mexico retreats previously, and uh, they said it was literally life changing. So let that be, I guess, a, uh, a, a compass, a, a path or a sentiment to what this does for, for people. And like I said, too, like we, we all have said, we've all confirmed it. It's not for everybody, but if you're open to it, by all means, go for it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So yeah. And I think the, like, again, it's just, if you're ready and willing, like we want you, we're putting out the call, like, please, please reach out. We want to help you. And there's, there's, uh, just, if you're interested, please, please reach out to me or Melissa. Okay. Another question I had for you guys. Um, is this like a selective, uh, group event? Is this like a selective event, like where you choose who goes or is it first come first serve? Or, I mean, how does that work? Yeah. So there is some screening, you know, and in one we've got to be there, there are some health screens, you know, there's, are you on medications and it's okay for medications. There's just, there's a pretty lengthy protocol to keep your, to be safe during ceremonies. So And the big thing is, you know, we're looking for health concerns. Do you have a heart condition? Do you have, um, you know, any like past, like any sort of health conditions that could be unsafe for you in ceremony? Is there, um, you know, really big psychiatric disorders involved? Like those kinds of things we may say, this may not be a good fit for you. And so there'll be consultations like, Hey, is this a good fit? What's going on in your life? You know, we've got to talk to you about that. And then there'll be another call with, uh, with one of the shamans you're like, yes, this person is good. And so there is a screening process. Yes, we are selective and we want everybody to come. And it's also, we want everybody to be safe. That's the biggest thing. I want to make sure you're safe. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I mean, like yeah. you said, these things are not to be, you know, taken lightly. These are, um, practices. These are medicines that definitely need to be respected and your safety is, and health is obviously going to be your number one priority there. Absolutely. Melissa, do you have something? Um, yeah, I think it's just a matter of, um, if, as long as people are healthy enough to come and like Thomas said, um, kind of go through the, a medically supervised weaning process with any, um, 
medications that are MOI inhibitors that are contraindication uh, with um, ayahuasca. Um, but it is, you know, kind of a first come first serve, I think thing there are limited spots. I think max, you guys have, um, 12 spots this year. Is that right, Thomas? Yeah, we're, uh, we're, yep. Yep. So, so definitely limited spot, limited, um, you know, opportunity to get into the group, but since they're going to be too that expands a little bit. And I just think everybody, if, if it's interesting at all, um, you know, do a little bit of research, do a little bit of reading, see, you know, maybe talk to family members or talk to, you know, experts. And um, the main thing is just being open and having a, an, a really solid intention and taking the preparation um, ahead of time seriously will really help like for the process to be really smooth. Our, our previous retreat, you know, it was so smooth that the participants didn't suffer. Like you hear these stories about, you know, people going to ceremony and screaming and crying and going crazy. And we didn't, we didn't experience that. There was, there were definitely some phases with the different medicines, but by and large with, when we had our ayahuasca ceremonies, because of the preparation with the combo, the Yopo and the preparation that people did ahead of time with their diet, and the mental emotional preparation, it was very, very smooth. And that was like the amazing thing about it that people weren't like throwing up everywhere, screaming, like it was really smooth. It was really, really smooth. So I think that's the, that's what we're going for. And we want people to be able to really integrate all of the pieces. That's why we have so many clinicians that you're just not going to find. I don't think any place else that, that are helping support the body and the mind through the process. Yeah. Can I tag on to that, Melissa? I think, uh, I just last year in retreat, like you're saying, it was so smooth and so beautiful. And I think there was so many moments when me and Melissa would just look at each other and be like, we did this. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Like this divine has divine guidance has helped us make this happen. And we just look at each other and start crying. We just, we cried, we sobbed out of joy out of joy. Oh my God. I don't know if I've ever cried that much out of joy for like a week straight. It was just the energy was so palpable. It was so big. Uh, just the energy that comes in with these medicines and the practitioners we have, it is, it's just, there's the, there's only space for love and light and healing. That's, that's the, there's only space for that because that's our intention. And that's, uh, our practitioners are, so in alignment that, uh, like Melissa's saying, it's just, I don't know if ayahuasca is ever a, a, a easy, smooth ride, but it's just, it's much, much, much easier. We have the right intentions, the right practitioners, the right diets, and it's safe. No, it's awesome. And I just add on to one thing um, we didn't really talk about that we did at the retreat that I think was equally as important as, and, um, as the medicines was, you know, the participants at the end participated in a sweat lodge that Mishika poured, the abuelo I was talking about earlier. And I think that was a really um, powerful way to end the retreat, um, receiving the medicine of the of the Anipi, of the sweat lodge, of those teachings and going in there and um, experiencing 
you know, the really, a really having a really physical experience, maybe of discomfort, but I think all the participants would say that that was, um, you know, just as profound as like the other ceremonies that we held and they'll be doing that with these retreats also the ones in Mexico. You know, I think one thing that stood out about, um, the way you run your, your, uh, retreats is that it's not just like this, like, like I said, these are, these are very powerful things, right? These are very powerful medicines. You don't just like go zero to a hundred, right? You ramp up slowly and then it's like at the big, the big thing at the end, right? Cause you can't just dive head first into something like this. It's going to like possibly break you, not maybe break you, but it's going to be, you're not going to be prepared for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like you're saying, there's definitely an organization. There's definitely a, a glide path up and out. And, and, uh, I think one of my favorite things about our practitioner, Danny, is that he is one of the most well-read people I've ever met in all the religions and philosophy and quantum mechanics and all these different spiritualities. And so Danny really when he speaks, it's so captivating and he's teaching and he's opening you up and he's, he's guiding you into this experience in such a slow, gentle way. And I think he, he was a public speaker for a long time. And so his presentation of the medicine is just so, so significantly different than I've ever experienced because of his, his knowledge and the ways he, the way he ties it into like, some sort of Taoist philosophy and then some sort of like Trinity with Christianity and something Muslim is just like, Whoa, this is so cool. Like we're talking about all the philosophy of the world and how, you know, we're, we're it is a, it is a spiritual retreat, right. In that sense. And I, and I think that is important. There's that container of philosophy of healing of really all cultures too. No, it's pretty impressive that you're, and it's even furthermore impressive that you have so, uh, so many well-qualified, uh, participants like not only staff, but, um, as well as the people that are experiencing this journey as well. It's pretty cool to see this unfold and become bigger and better. And I'm impressed. I'm, I'm blown away by what you guys have done. Oh, thank you, man. I really, really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So as far as, uh, getting more information and finding out where you can sign up, where you can go, what it's all about, how do we get a hold of you guys? Yeah. The, the big thing is, is, uh, the wildlandwellnessfoundation.com. Just go there, check out the website, check out the retreats. Uh, all you gotta do is just schedule a free consultation and, and, uh, we'll, we'll get on the phone and chat and go from there and get you signed up. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you can also send a DM to the Instagram pages I've, I've got for the foundation, Wildland Wellness Foundation at Wildland Wellness Foundation, and also, um, at Wildland Fire Medicine Circle. Um, and yeah, so you could also send a DM through there and I can help get you plugged in with who you need to talk to, or also provide some peer support. If, um, folks just, I know like fire season is like super kicked up. Up and it's like, you know, it could just be pretty rough sometimes. So I want to throw it out there that I got two ears here. And um yeah, so if people need need to talk, even if it's just not about the retreat, um, you know, you can get at us at the DMs and 
Instagram. And then also, you know, in the future, you know, we'll be planning retreats that that are going to be even more diverse, you know, hoping to get some like trauma informed yoga and, you know, some maybe some things going with uh, Mishika, the abuelo down here. So um, just keep in just keep uh, how do you say stay tuned? Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> nice. Now, Thomas, you run Mountain Mind Tricks as well. That's your 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 business um, aside from Wildland Wellness Foundation. Now, as far as your book, uh, Six Minutes for Excellence, that's your latest book. Do you uh, want to give a little insight into that into where we can find you and what that's all about as well? Yeah, absolutely. Six Minutes for Excellence. The the book has been out for oh my gosh, I don't even know, maybe a year. I can't remember. Yeah, just about, I want to say. Just about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've been getting a lot of good feedback on the book. It's it, And there's also, uh, if you follow me on Instagram at Mountain Mind Tricks, there's uh, usually every Fridays, there's there's a Six Minutes for Excellence bulletin and very similar Six Minutes for Safety, but it's more focused on mental, emotional health and those kinds of things. And, you know, Mountain Mind Tricks is expanding. We've got a couple other practitioners in the business. Like there's, there's new programs. Like we've got the group coaching program starting this winter. It'll be the second iteration of that. Um, focusing on expanding your situational awareness. Uh, we've got, of course, alternative therapy, the private sessions. We've got uh, a new uh, reset program for people that are injured or on, like they're they're on light duty for the season. Like let's let's go with the mind body connection and help you heal faster and get back to the line. So there's there's, and I think the biggest thing since we spoke last time is that I've. Um, expanded my training into a lot more energy work and the Hawaiian shamanism. And so I do energy sessions now, like there's, there's a, there's a bit more depth to my practice now with, with the energy stuff, which, which I've just been loving and and so excited about. So there's a lot going on in mountain mind tricks. There's a lot going on with the foundation. Like we are just, we just want to serve the wildland firefighters. We just like, we just love all of you so much because we've been there. Like we want to help you. Oh yeah. Well, cool. Well, I think that's uh, a pretty good synopsis of what you guys do and what these upcoming retreats are going to be and what they're all about. And uh, yeah, I guess at the end of the show, we always, I always try and give you the opportunity to give uh, some shout outs to some homies, heroes, mentors. Melissa, take it away. You got for us. Hmm. Well, all my, all my peeps and Shamol, um, Jake Boyd, Lorraine Alchoa, Alan Thornton, I think Greg, he's on uh, Redmond Hot Shots now. But yeah, they're like my my first people on my first engine crew ever. I always think about you guys specifically a lot if you're listening. And yeah, just all my brothers and sisters out there, man. I All of your family, I, I worked with you, seen you all over the country for many years. All my my bros on Wainima, nobody's on the same crew that I was when I was there still. But yeah, I just got to, for everybody, like I'm always thinking about you and I'm not going to be out ADing as a line safety this year, but hopefully I'll see you guys out on the line, you know, in 2023 or 2024. <laughs> but just keep your heads up. Take care of each other. Right on. Thomas, who do you got for us? Oh my gosh. I think, um, yeah, I've got a shout out to Leslie Williams on the Bridger Teton. She just helped 
so much my rookie year, the first couple of seasons I was in fire and, and I always go back to just how much she helped me just get through, you know, the first year is always tough. Like you don't really know how things work. Like your feet are destroyed all the time. You know what I mean? Like she just helped me through that rookie season so much and um, such a loving person, such a mentor. So thank you, Leslie Williams. Oh yeah. Well, Thank you guys for coming on the show and uh, yeah, here's to a successful retreat. I hope you guys just knock it out of the park. I uh, have no doubt that you're going to, yeah, you're absolutely going to just crush it and, and help some people along the way. So I'm pumped for you guys and what you guys are doing. And yeah, for anybody who's uh, interested in this, definitely go over to the Wildland Wellness Foundation or Mountain Mind Tricks, see what they're all about. Thomas, Melissa, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Right on, guys. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, no worries. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. And boom, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast is in the books with Thomas Worm and Melissa Moore. Yeah, Thomas, you're uh, from the Mountain Mind Tricks uh side of the house and melissa you have started and founded the wildland wellness foundation and your two forces combined have made those two powerful organizations in alternative therapy even better i i'm so stoked for both of you and i think that uh, you two teamed up are going to conquer the world in regards to uh, alternative therapies for mental health i am freaking stoked so melissa uh i do know that you have some uh sessions coming up there's going to be two in oregon and two in mexico and if uh, anybody's interested go over to www.wildlandwellnessfoundation.com and check it out and if you're still stateside and don't have the opportunity to go to one of these retreats by all means hit up thomas worm at mountain mind tricks also you can find both of these folks on instagram it's pretty amazing what you guys are doing and uh yeah I know it's not for everybody, but I am super fascinated with uh, these these medicines, these ancient medicines. Uh, they've been used by indigenous peoples across the entire world for practically millennia. Uh, maybe not millennia, but for a long damn time. And uh, yeah, it's powerful stuff. It's uh, very beneficial to some and well, it might not be for everybody. It might be uh, not your jam, but if that's not the case, well, hey, that's a that's perfectly okay. But if you want to find out more, like I said, go over to www.wildlandwellnessfoundation.com or check out Mountain Mind Tricks or hit them up on the old Instagram. Thank you both for being on the show and explaining your mission and making this whole foundation bigger, better, faster, and stronger. As for the rest of you, hope you enjoyed the show. Stay safe out there. And last but not least, we got a special shout out to our sponsors. We've got Mystery Ranch, built for the mission. They make the most kick-ass packs out there. If you want to find out more, go over to www.mysteryranch.com and check out, and while you're at it, check out the Mystery Ranch Backbone series. It's awesome. We've got Hotshot Brewery, kick-ass coffee for a kick-ass cause, and a portion of the proceeds will always go back to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Go over to www.hotshotbrewing.com. We've got our buddy Booze over at The Ass Movement. Go over to www.thefirewild.com and check out The Ass Movement. It's awesome. Pooh bearing propaganda. And last but not least, we have our friends over at The American Wildfire Experience. Bethany, you have a kick-ass organization over there. Keep it up. Go over to www.wildfireexperience.org and check it out. Y'all know the drill. Stay safe. Stay savage. Peace.